Just go ahead and grab a chair and listen now. As we riff the show, Tanner and Christine are gonna figure out why we love this show. Better grab your golden stars and slushies, cause you're listening. You're listening to Loser Like Me. Loser Like Me. Not my gay ass being so gripped in a scheduling panic that I released the Spizer Forever episode on the 13th of July when the spreadsheet I made clearly stated that it was supposed to come out on the 20th of July, and I don't want to have two weeks without a new episode, so you know what, you guys? Here. Here's a blooper reel. I was gonna fold this in with the season three bloopers when we got to them, but you know what? It's half an hour long. It's sizable enough. Here you go. And then, you know, in two weeks' time, after you've listened to this, in two weeks' time, me and Chris Christina, we get to uh, talk about Santana Lopez committing arson, so stay tuned for that. Alright, enjoy yourselves. <laughs> the cautionary tale of, this is why you talk with your podcast hosts off mic and that's okay. <laughs> I mean, we started doing this because it was like, what if it was the funny vamping beforehand? Yes, <laughs> and then you were like, I had a medical emergency. <laughs> You know, it wasn't an emergency until I got home. Like, all the time where I was going around trying to, like, going to the doctor, getting a blood test, getting my prescription, picking up, like, supplies to sustain myself, I felt fine. It wasn't until I got home, I was like, mm -hmm. oh, am I gonna die? I'm glad that you didn't die, Tanner. <laughs> TNTD. <laughs> oh, the other funny thing was that I called the health authority, and I was like, hey, I have symptoms of something, but I don't know if these are COVID symptoms, because half of them feel like they're the opposite. <laughs> Yeah. She's like, yeah. do you have a fever? Like, no, I have chills. Is it hard to breathe? No, but my stomach is doing something very naughty. Oh, no. And, and like, through all the thing, it was like, you know that feeling where you can't tell if you're really hungry or you're nauseous? And she's like, yes, I have that right now, actually. Oh, no. So now, actually, no, now, now I'm thinking, oh, no, was the nurse I was talking to, did she also have food poisoning? Should she also have called in and gone home? Oh, no. Um, so let's stop talking about food poisoning and start talking about Glee exploiting his fan base. How do you feel about that? <laughs> oh, actually, no. You know what it did? Okay. Cut this part, too, because <laughs> content warning. But Emily, I do want to so talk sorry. about it, Christina, if you're okay with it. <laughs> Christina, how's your sympathetic gag reflex? Uh... <laughs> so just <laughs> stop me if I get too much. This is what happens... When I ask Tanner how they've been, and they say, "Oh, let's start recording," <laughs> it's we have been we have been recording for for nine and a half minutes, assuming that we started recording at basically the same instant. Yes, and we're going to have approximately two and a half minutes of salvageable audio that we're willing to let go to air. Yeah, and we're making Emily listen to all of it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> This is your fault, Tanner. It is my fault. Hey, while I message Emily to preemptively apologize, do you want to start counting? <laughs> yes, sure. <sighs> want me to go ahead and intro this part? Would it be untoward of me to say that Ryan Murphy is the white RuPaul? It would not, Tanner. Okay, I'll, I'm going to save that for later, though. I literally have that in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think I put that in my notes for uh, for season one, episode one okay. of Glee Project. <laughs> Okay, anyways. When we get the format. Edit, the, edit these little bits out uh, so that we can just go straight into the discussion of episode zero. Thank you, Emily. I nominate you for MVP of this episode. 
We stand. We do. Do we want to talk about the email first? Oh, yeah. Do we want to? We should probably actually like intro the episode, though. Okay, let's, let's intro the episode and then we'll talk about the email. Yes. So I'll put the theme song right here. Wait, are you editing these ones? Well, I add the music in because I'm just very particular about it. Ah, okay. <laughs> understandable, understandable. Also, I, I, I've had issues trying to send theme music of podcasts to people before. I don't know why. It's like probably because hmm. it's like hidden in the deep, dark depths of my computer. And so it's like I literally just copy paste it from the last episode. If something ever happens where I can't access it from there. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I do that with Wayward because I edit Wayward in GarageBand. I have a separate track that is just the intro and outro of Wayward. And then I just move the ending tag back and forth to accommodate wherever the end point is for the episode. I think it works out. Anyway, so now I'll put the theme song here. Hey! Oh, wait, it is an odd-numbered episode, so I start. Okay. Oh, no, wait, hang on. I have to try and remember my bit. I had one that I decided I didn't want to use it because I didn't want to spoil a joke for yeah. later in the episode. <laughs> yeah. Besides, I was trying to I was trying to remember this morning, like, do we even do have we even been doing intro bits on the Glee Project episodes? Cause I don't remember. We have. Okay. Yeah, we cool. have. Okay. Okay. We can skip the bit though, because we're doing the because we have an email to talk about first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hello, every <laughs> what? <laughs> No, I'm I'm just laughing at our trying to figure out how this podcast works, even after all this time. Look, I've had a day. Yeah, that's true. I've also, a- put put us trying to figure out how to do a podcast in another track. Okay, go. <laughs> I'll be right back. My dryer just made a funky noise. Funky fresh noises. <laughs> new ba- new backing vocals coming from Tanner's dryer. 2022 release. <sighs> my apartment is too warm. Maybe I should close my door. I don't know what that was about. It started beeping, but like it's still going. There's no smoke coming out of it. <laughs> Maybe it like became unbalanced or something. My dryer does that sometimes. Oh yeah, that's exactly what I need. Is my dryer shaking itself off of the top of my washing machine? Oh god. Anyways, cut that part. This is a laundry podcast. <laughs> that be. I could see the history of laundry being interesting, but not just talking <laughs> about laundry. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to... No, hang on, I forgot. Did you almost just say Kingdom Smarts? <laughs> I was about to say Not If I Reboot You First, actually. It's because I did the Doug Walker Hegwaggle. <laughs> ah. Hello, I'm the Nostalgia Critic. I remember it, so you don't have to. Hey, Emily, you can cut this if you want to. I have a question for Tanner, which is spoilers for season three. Okay. Did they, did they just take Cameron's whole shtick and then plop it on top of Sam to make Joe the Christian. Absolutely, because also I don't think Sam has talked about his Christianness, Christianity, that's what it's called. I don't think he's mentioned it yet. Uh, pay, pay Cameron royalties for the use of his personality. <laughs> Your microphone is jostling a lot. Sorry, I've I will apologize to both you and Emily. I'm going to sit with my arms crossed for the rest of the recording. Sorry. I was just, I was hearing a lot of... Yeah. But seriously, I am going to sit with my arms crossed for the rest of the episode. (laughs) Too fidgety. Don't have a quiet enough fidget toy. Here, let me give you one of my chip clips. (laughs) Tina, that's not a quiet fidget. I have three of them now. This is the world's worst foley. Oh shit, I dropped one. <laughs> I'm gonna start a fire with them. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna move these so I'm not also making click-lag noises. Maybe we each just need to get like some silly putty or something. 
Into the Fiery Orb with you. Okay, anyways, d put all of this bullshit in a separate track, because we're, uh, incomprehensible. <laughs> yeah. Well, if we could segue briefly into Dino Charge homosexuality, <laughs> everything about Chase <laughs> reads is bisexual. Yes, indeed. Also, very, very late shout out to Power Rangers Dino Fury for winning a GLAAD award. Hell yeah. Suck it, Heim. <laughs> <laughs> Power, Power Rangers is for the straights and the gays. I don't think Power Rangers has been for the straights for a long time. There's the, the Power Rangers fandom is so fucking gay, Christina. I, I need to do a video Tanner, I know this. It. I know this. <laughs> I think more Glee Project contenders should be on Power Rangers. Can you imagine Mateus on Power Rangers? That'd be awesome. Oh, that would be awesome. Tanner, we write a fanfic. Well, no. That's RPF Gosh, again. Dang. No, that's RPF, and I don't do RPF. Power Rangers, RPF! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Can you believe I'm not day drinking today? I wouldn't blame you if you were. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, I'm gonna take out my cough drop. This is probably bad audio. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I had no idea how to cough drop in. I'm hearing it rattling around enough in my own head that I wonder if it's the mysterious clicking noise that Emily was pointing out. Because <laughs> it's either me when I was fidgeting with the actual, like, with my actual microphone stand, or cough drop. <laughs> we shall right see. Before, right before we recorded something for Secret Project, I had a cough drop in because that was the week I had COVID. <laughs> Oh no! And so, but I, I was too embarrassed to actually say anything, so I kept on trying to prompt more pre-recording vamping so that I could desperately suck that thing into oblivion. <laughs> Wink. Oh my god. You know, we could watch Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Is that is that Kit's favorite movie? Is it Kit's favorite movie? All I know is that it has the same, I mean, I know I have seen it, but I also, like, found out that it's the same plot as Theodore Rex. I also am mentioning that because of I Will Fight You's episode on Theodore Rex, <laughs> where yeah. Kit mentioned that, but mentioned the movie by name, which is my only other point of reference. Gwyneth Paltrow's in it. That's why we could cover it here. Ah. Did y'all ever get the Canadian-style PSAs where it was like, trying to, actually, most of ours are normal, except the, the, the YBU and You Can Be Me. What? Okay, so it was like, I don't even know if it was advertising other than just like being true to yourself, but it was like these two girls go into this makeup shop and it's kind of like dingy and skeezy, and then they go into like the secret back room where it's like this cyberpunk dystopia and all the girls have like the plastic surgery marker lines and they're all very like Stefford walking around and they're dressed in leather and there's like synth voices and it's like, try our new personality adjustments. Why be you when you can be me? That's frightening. And then the girls right now are like, ha ha ha, why be you when you can be me? Ha ha, what is, it's so silly. Let's not wear makeup or something like that. I don't know. There's also the, the other big one that all the Canadian kids know. There's, there's that one. <laughs> there's, you definitely know, don't you put it in your mouth. No. You don't know, don't you put it in your mouth? Don't you stuff it in your face? Though it might look good to eat. Though it might look good to taste. You could get sick. Ick! Real sick. Real sick. Real ick. What the, what the hell, Tanner? Don't, because, don't, don't be the child who eats the Legos. <laughs> or bleach. Okay, I- Don't you Tanner, put it in your mouth, though it might look good to eat. Like a carrot or a beet. 
Tanner, I do want you to know that I, when I googled the phrase "Why be you when you can be me?" commercial, I did get a res- I did get an, an article entitled "The Best Canadian PSAs of the 1990s." Yes, which does include how, "Why Why be you when you can be me," which is apparently for something called boutique. And okay. don't you put it in your mouth from 1992? Yeah, yeah. Does it have House Hippo? Uh, let me scroll here. I don't know what House Hippo is. That was a good commercial, a commercial about fake news. It was basically, don't believe everything you see on TV. Ah. Just because the commercial says that there's hippos living in your home. Tiny little hippos. Uh. Does it have what's your thing? Um, I'm just going to read these off by the way that they are titled. There was one entitled Brain from 1989, which is apparently about drugs. Oh, is that the, this is your brain on drugs? I don't know, Tanner. Is it well? Does it have like a picture or anything? Is no, like an egg in a frying pan. There's no pictures. <laughs> is it just a list of phrases? This is Tanner. This article, which I will send you in a second, it includes YouTube links, but there's no embedded videos. Okay, because I think the brain one like is like the this is this is your brain, and she holds up an egg, and this is your brain on drugs, and she puts the egg in the frying pan. Any questions? And then there was like a sequel where it was like, this is your brain on meth. And then she picks up the frying pan and starts destroying the kitchen. And this is your family. This is your friends. This is your bank account. Oh my God. That's terrifying. There was, yeah. So what's your thing was, I think again, it was just a PSA about individuality. (laughs) Just like on the Glee Project. And it's like, no one's good at everything, but everyone's good at something. What's your thing? And then like, it go like random kids, like, my thing's bugs. And it shows all, like, the bugs. And he's, he's got, like, the bug pin board and the bugs in, the, like, the little terrariums. Like, what's your thing? I do sound effects. This is the T-Rex. Oh, Tanner, I take it back. House Hippo is indeed on this list. It is number 16. <laughs> nice. There's one kid whose thing is magic. And it just cuts to him, like, waving a cloth around while his little sister is calling, Mom! David saw me in half again! <laughs> Is that Chip Thorne, Power Rangers? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Hip choice. I d- mm. I don't remember hip choice with <laughs> a guy with needles for hands. Oh yeah, everyone's friend, uh, Nick Needle Hands. <laughs> <laughs> Cousin to Edward Scissorhands. Ah, oh, yeah. I can't believe they don't have they don't have what's your thing. <laughs> um, did you guys get the War Amps commercial? The what? Oh, I guess War Amps itself is Canadian. War Amps is like a, a charity for people, for, for amputees. And ah, it's like, no. so it's like the CGI commercial, I think it was actually made by Mainframe, who did The Matrix. And it's the CGI robot, like, running through a whole bunch of, like, booby traps and obstacle courses. And then at the end, it gets its arm sawed off. And then, like, at the end, it puts solders its arm back on. And it's like, uh, I'm a robot from Planet Danger. I can put my arm back on, but you can't. So play safe. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to send you these two quick. And then we could go back to talking about the subject of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> you want me to watch these now, or? I'm watching the What's Your Thing just because of nostalgia. I'm also watching What's Your Thing. Oh my god, the channel's on this. <laughs> and you know what? Every one of those kids... What, what if a, a Glee reboot, but it's just all of those kids from the What's Your Thing commercial as teens? <laughs> <laughs> what in the heck was What's Your Thing supposed to even be supporting? Well, everyone's good at something. What's your thing? <laughs> watching glee <laughs> apparently okay now that that's over with let's talk about glee again <laughs> yeah oh also fun news i got to see everything everywhere all at once last night oh awesome did it change your life 
I don't know if it changed my life, but it definitely helps with my outlook. Well, that's good. And now I have two examples of a line and a veil when it comes to tabletop games. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is absolutely not a spoiler for the movie, but New Veil is a uh, Hot Dog Hands universe, and New Line is the butt plug <laughs> stuff. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. And the butt, those were pretty aggressive butt plugs. Like, you, usually yes. you don't... <laughs> yeah, that was... I, I, I have heard stories about things going wrong, about people starting lawnmowers. I am not even going to ask about that because I have negative interest in it. <laughs> but when when we were watching the movie, I turned to my... I, I no joke, covered my face and said to my friend who I was sitting next to, tell me when it's over. Because <laughs> I was just like, God, that's just... It's so secondhand uncomfy for me. If you're into oh, it, yeah, no, good I totally for you. I mean, that was probably that was probably the point, too. Yeah. But I think it was, like, shot very well, and I really liked the themes. Even if I did have the villain spoiler, or uh, of the villain's identity spoiled for me by an ad in the podcast Dolly Parton's America. You know what? I, this is one of those where I don't think revealing the villain, who the villain is, is a huge spoiler because it happens pretty early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Also, I'm just glad that- I'm, I'm glad that there was- <laughs> that we have a movie that is out now, which- by all accounts, has been out in American theaters, at least, for coming up on two months, <laughs> and has absolutely been doing very well in the box office, and I'm glad that part of the resolving of the conflict is be kind. You don't have to punch people in the face. <laughs> yeah. I just I think it's pretty dope that it's been out that long in a in a situation where people are giving every movie a limited run unless it's doing gangbusters. Mm-hmm. This movie has been out for two months. Yes, and like this is the first movie that I have seen in theaters since the pandemic started. <laughs> I was like, this is a movie that is going to be A worth the money that it takes to see it in person, and B has a cast and a crew and a mission, and a vision that I want to support. (laughs) Yeah. And then you compare that to the other multiverse movie, which I heard a lot of people say, eh, it's alright. And Mm -hmm. then I did see one person I follow say that they went to see it a second time, and someone responded, but I thought you didn't like it that much. I'm like, yeah, I just I felt kind of obligated to see if I'd like it better the second time. And it's just (laughs) kind of the same. Yeah. Although I will say, I now have three favorite pieces of media which involve uh, verse jumping. Would you like to guess what they are? Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes. Power Rangers? No. I don't think Power Rangers does verse jumping. No. Into the Spider-Verse. Oh yeah, obviously. That was (laughs) so obvious I drove right past it. And Sequinox, the Gemini arc. (laughs) Oh yeah. Sequinox was the secret prequel to Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Hey, you know what? I I support it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, listen. I bet Daniels would love to adapt Sequinox. Actually, <laughs> hey, <laughs> we get on Twitter.com and say, "Hey, at the Daniels, the producers, the Daniels, y'all want to help my friends make an animated series out of their Magical Girl podcast." <laughs> <laughs> Everything on how this podcast is very incomprehensible to outsiders because so many of it is just in jokes about our own friends. This this is the thing about podcasting with friends. It's just like yeah, this, these are our friends. But also, if anyone wants to listen, 
to an actual play podcast that does include magical girls and does include specifically like queer and trans representation and also a lot of fun and also moments of cathartic heartbreak and happiness check out sequinox by cool kids table i cannot recommend them highly enough <laughs> pity we can't find a recording of that and then use that as an excuse to watch all of dino charge for a loser like me <laughs> but let's be real here <laughs> when jake and josh get to dino charge you and shannon and riley and benny and i are just gonna be like <laughs> we're just gonna be like knocking at their door every episode recording like hey, our hey, city hey. now Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm truly going to have to message Jake and be like, hey, do you want me to be on an episode that I love or an episode that I kind of hate? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Shannon and I will have to tag team for the one more Energem. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Just the podcast will go up in Kindle supporting flames. <laughs> oh, you know, you know, they're going to be burning the city down in support of Kendall. Well, no, I mean, Shannon and I will be. I think Everyone will be. The whole community. <laughs> I think Jake and Josh might take a bit to uh, warm up to her, but I think they will eventually. And if they don't, then we'll do it for them with the aforementioned flames of standing. Emily, have we converted you to watch Power Rangers yet? <laughs> Emily, have you heard about the non-binary heavy metal teeth exposed Power Ranger? <laughs> oh my god. Oh uh, god, I'm so... <laughs> I, I just... I love oh the tweet boy. that was like, I love the Death Ranger, he should rearrange my guts. And then the author of the comic quote tweeted and said, actually, they will rearrange your guts. <laughs> if it would comfort you, I can tell a story about how I did injure myself <laughs> this past week. No! At I work. don't want to hear about you hurting yourself. I'm fine. Like, I'm fine. It's The injury was more so hurt than anything else. Or the the... Not the injury. The injury was hurt. My my pride was hurt more than anything else. <laughs> but also, I don't have to talk about it if you would prefer not to hear about it. I mean, it's your wounds. <laughs> so, uh, the short version is, I fought my computer desk at work and I barely won. Oh no. Because my desk at work has a gap in between, like, because our, our debt, like, we have, like, we have workspaces. They're not cubicles because there's no divider. Or there's mm. no divider built in. So a long time ago when my department was first set up, they constructed dividers. But the problem is that the dividers are not like the complete height of the desks. They stop about halfway down. Which means that in my current desk setup, there is... I measured it. <laughs> there is a two and a half inch gap between like where my desk ends and the divider, and there's, like, empty space below the divider. <laughs> and one of my Tupperwares, like a small one that I was keeping cream cheese in for my bagel, rolled into the divider on Monday. And I tried to get it out by using two of our yardsticks, <laughs> but they're, like, metal <laughs> yardstick rulers with the foam backing on them, or cork backing so it doesn't slip. But the problem is they're flexible. Yeah. So I couldn't get it out with those. And I thought, well, I'll try getting it out myself. So I tried to reach my Tupperware, like, in this gap between the desks. I could not reach it. My arm was too short. And then my arm got stuck. Because, of <laughs> course, the gap was wide enough that I could slide my hand down in there. But it, I could not remove my arm any higher up 
than the it w- it's about an inch and a half above my elbow that's where my arm got stuck oh and i tell you what the the prey instinct kicked in real quick <laughs> oh no like not in the sense of like i'm going to i'm going to 47 hours my arm off but definitely panic <laughs> <laughs> and i asked my coworkers to go get someone for maintenance so that they could detach and deconstruct this divider between desks because that was what was keeping my arm stuck in place (laughs) and they went to i think someone tried to go get maintenance but the other person came back with hr faster and our hr representative is a mother to i think at least three boys (laughs) and oh so so they've definitely got their head stuck in the bed frame and the stair rails yes yes The, the way she put it was that she is cleaned up enough messes in her lifetime and in this case the solution was put hand sanitizer on my arm so that way it made it like there was enough like i guess agent or whatever you want to call it like to get my arm out from the gap and i have a very i had a very (laughs) yes yeah they had to lube up your arm to get it out of the crack anyway i have i've had some very (laughs) interesting colored bruises on my arm and my knee where i banged it on the computer desk and of course, because it's HR, no mention was made of me receiving any kind of medical treatment aside from I was given one ice pack, <laughs> which meant that I was over here writing my own damn safety and incident report <laughs> on my own injury with documentation of my injuries uh, and the workspace included. And I emailed our maintenance department to talk about trying to get something set up so that this cannot happen to me or anyone else. No progress has been made on anything, but I'd give my safety report to my manager, so. Okay. So she knows, and I'm monitoring my own injuries. <laughs> yeah, so uh, friend, friends and listeners, if anyone's listening to this, I'm assuming it might end up on our blooper reel. If yeah. anyone's listening to this, just be careful about trying to reach things behind your desk, because sometimes it does not end up great. <laughs> This has been a PSA from loser like me. Exactly. We should probably stick it in the boot reel just so that since this is about a work incident, it doesn't come out until like way after the fact. Yeah. Yeah. Cut this because it's dirty. Have you seen that Tumblr post where it's like, my job in the leftist commune is fucking your dad. Oh yeah, well my job in the leftist commune is making love to your dad. Step your game up. I actually haven't seen that one, no. (laughs) Uh, my my job is giving your dad earth-shattering orgasms when I blast his prostate. And then the first person, or no, the second person, like, excuse you, my dad would never be prostate. And that's just a picture of two wizards battling. <laughs> oh, I feel like I've seen that. <laughs> I remember I remember the reaction image. I don't remember the text post. Yeah, <laughs> that's an that, asexual mood. You just, your eyes glaze over when you see a dirty Tumblr post, but it hones in on the wizards. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) Wait, what have other chihuahuas done to you that you don't trust them? Well, the only other chihuahua that I've ever had personal experience with was the chihuahua belonging to one of my old, old D&D groups. Like, the DM and his wife, who was also a player, had a- they have a chihuahua. And that dog did not have a single brain cell anywhere in its immediate vicinity. (laughs) Like, like not even, like, the Microsoft screensaver of, like, oh, you get a neuron sparking when the logo hits the corner. Like, nope, there was no logo. And one time I was trying to, like, I had previously been 
introduced to her on a couple of occasions, both independently and in groups. And they were like, hey, Christina, can you watch our dog for us for a day and a half while we are at a concert? Because this was pre-pandemic. And I went over to help and take care of their dog. And she had no idea who I was, even though we had met several times before, both in groups and like just me and her two owners. And she sat there and growled at me for three hours. <laughs> and then she wouldn't understand when I was trying to feed her. But yeah. Can't believe you called out a dog on our podcast. Well, look, the people in my old D&D group do not know that I have podcasts. And they, and if even if they did know that I podcast, they don't know what podcasts I do. So <laughs> I have plausible deniability. If you listen to podcasts, I'm not referring to you. <laughs> Also, my dog is half chihuahua, probably. Two of my friends, their dog is, I think, I, I know she's a mutt, but I think she's like half chihuahua, half poodle, but she looks more like a, she looks almost like a papillon. She's very cute. Yeah, we, <laughs> Myrtle is either a, ch a chihuahua or a chihuahuan, but probably a chihuahua. But like when we took her into the the pet store, the two guys there were like debating She's definitely Chihuahua because of the big ears mm -hmm, <laughs> and big mm -hmm. head. Myrtle is delightful. I hope you know that. Oh, I do. I hope she knows that. <laughs> she does, even though she was avoiding me when I was over at my parents' house the other day. Aw, I'm sorry. She was mad at me for moving out. And then she like, will s come sit with me for five minutes, then she gets bored of me, and then she'll be mad at me for leaving again. <laughs> oh, Myrtle. What a sweetheart. Just go ahead and grab a chair and listen now As we riff the show Tanner and Christina gonna figure out Why we love the show Better grab your golden stars and slushies Cause you're listening You're listening To loser like me Loser like me Loser like me, loser like me.